Welcome to another episode of Unwind, where after a long day, we pour a glass of wine, kick back, and have impactful conversations with a member of our inspired team. If you didn't already know, we've assembled a team that's the best of the best at what they do, and we don't want to keep them for ourselves. We want you to know them too. We're so glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Today, we welcome Jeremiah Carter, our talented video strategist on the team at Inspired Vibe. In addition to creating amazing content for us and our clients, Jeremiah is also a personal trainer and a fitness influencer on both TikTok and Instagram. Jeremiah, we're so glad to have you with us. We are definitely going to need to talk about the cat's TikTok fame. Uh, We've got our wine poured and we are ready to go. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Give me fun. Let's dive in, buddy. Jeremiah, did you know you wanted to work in social media or did you just sort of find yourself doing it and then monetizing it? Tell us how you got to be the social media wonder (laughs) and genius that you are. Yeah. So I kind of grew up with a camera in my face. It was funny. I was at my my dad's side of the family last weekend and we, we probably have over a hundred hours of home videos just on that side of the family. And so we just grew up being recorded, whether it was doing skits or just playing or just entertaining. And so I always loved being in front of the camera, coming up with ideas, entertaining people. And that kind of translated growing up further. I did a little bit, you guys probably don't know this. I did a little bit of musical theater. I did a couple, when I was younger, I did a couple plays and stuff like that um and then going into college i didn't really do a whole lot of it but this is when instagram was getting more popular and it kind of just came out and i came up with this it's kind of a mock fitness account it was kind of making fun of fitness influencers and it was just a fun way of outletting my creative juices basically. And, but I didn't think anything of it. I just thought I was doing it for fun. And then I was like, you know, I could actually get a following from this because I, as much as I would make fun of the, you know, cringy influencers, they had a really good following and they had a career from it. And so I started slowly looking into it further. And from there I was like, okay, I kind of already get how to do the social media thing. I just kind of want to pick what I want to do. And for me, looking at it, it was fun to make the cringe, not cringe, but it was fun to make the uh, satirical. Satir- that's a good word. The satirical fitness content. But for me, it was more about longevity and what I would actually want to do for the rest of, you know, my career so to speak and so i transitioned to actual fitness content because you know in college my major was kinesiology and so i had a background in that and so i slowly transitioned to making that actual fitness account and from there you know people whether it was my friend's parents wanted help with their business how to how they get started on social media, whether it was my friends who wanted to get started on social media, I just kept helping people further and further. And then it turned into consulting and then it turned into an actual job. And I was like, oh, like I'm actually 
doing this for a living. And it, it, it was, it's fun because looking back on it, I didn't really think too much of it until it was actually a thing. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in it. I'm doing social media for a living. And it's, it's crazy to look back and just like think how fast it all happened. And honestly, it's, 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 this sounds like such an old person thing to say, but I don't know how I can make money by just being on my phone. Like that's a, such a crazy concept by, I just click some buttons on this thing and you make money from it. It's, and you have such an impression on people too. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I never really looked into it. It was kind of just instilled in me from a young age to always like be creative and, you know, put, don't be afraid to put on a show and be outgoing and show who you are and, you know, be your, you'd be celebrated for it basically. In those early days of Instagram, you know, and Facebook, Facebook was one thing, but I feel like Instagram, that's what really launched the influencers, right? Facebook didn't launch in influencers and it's because of the visual aspect of the Instagram platform. But something I've never talked about on the podcast yet, but unwind, you start letting it all out. Uh, you want to hear how dumb I was in the beginning of Instagram. So I loved riding my bike in far off places. I still do. And so I started when Instagram first started, I just started taking a picture of my bike leaning against a tree or wherever I was at the time riding because I wanted to remember it. And so I sort of started curating my own feed with just bike photos. Well, what did that pull in organically into my account was people who like riding mountain bikes and people who like seeing photos of bikes in different places. And so I started to grow a following. And in the early days, it was very easy. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. in fact, the more, the more niche or niche you were, whichever way you say that word, the, ver the faster your account grew. And it was yeah. very organic. And that's how you see these people who have a million, like they did it in the beginning. That's how they did it. But I, but I say all of this because I, these exact words came out of my mouth. It was, oh, oh, well, let me back up actually. So what happened was then as I started to grow my account of people who liked riding a mountain bike, brands who are in the industry reached out to me and just started sending me boxes of stuff. They just said, hey, oh. we just want you to post it. This was in the early days. So Castelli, I was a Castelli ambassador. And this was like before we even had the word influencer, right? They would just send, they said, all we want you to do is just wear it. And when you're out riding your bike, post a picture of the gear and we'll just send you free stuff. And I went, and at first I was like, okay, this is really cool. I'd get bike tires, I'd get seats, I'd get free stuff, like dropper posts, you name it. But these words came out of my mouth and this is how dumb I was because I wasn't able to look ahead is I said, this isn't going to pay my mortgage. Yeah. So I'm not going to put time into this anymore. And yeah. here we are now on a, just, just a handful of years later, and you've got influencers making millions of dollars in their oh, oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So and I love that. Said, he just said per post, by the way, yeah. in case anyone didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. So that's how Peace Love Bicycles, like that's how the whole thing started. And but but that was also a really good training ground for me and learning about serving your audience well. You know, what do they see? What do what do they and then again I just I let it go. So now it's just my personal account, but I'll I'll post pictures of more dogs than I do bikes. But the point is that it's the same thing. Like when those, pla when that platform really first started, I just didn't know, 
I just, I didn't have the foresight to see what it was going to turn into. <laughs> That's certainly did, what it though. Do you think people really did? You know, that they no, knew that it would. I, yeah. I don't think anyone did because nothing had ever been like it before, mm-hmm. at, at least in the, you know, influencer space. Like my space didn't have things like that book was still, you know, it was up, but it didn't it still didn't have that type of influencer style. Um, and that kind of interaction that Instagram had, it's just like a very different style of social media platform and that's why it made you know that's why instagram was so popular and took off so fast but yeah it, it hindsight's always 2020 i i i the exact same way when youtube not when youtube started but in the early days we used to make videos all the time and they would get you know thousands of views but i was like oh like this is fun never thought anything of it because they're also i we were on it before there was even monetization on it that's how early i was on youtube and that I didn't even know about it. And so by the time I had left YouTube, I left before monetization even went up. And so I didn't think about it. And I was like, wow, I, you know, again, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know, it's crazy. It's crazy to see how fast things progress too. Cause it's not like it's Instagram has been around for 50 years. It's, you know, only a handful of years and it's made this many strides as far as you know making careers for people making making or breaking careers for people honestly um but yeah it's it's insane social media is very very powerful (laughs) yes yes and you said hindsight's 2020 but now what you know you actually apply towards businesses so you help businesses Mm -hmm. utilizing this powerful tool so why do you think this is so powerful for businesses it gives businesses the reach unlike anything else. And especially in this day and age, I mean, this is the best way to do it. 30 years ago, there was no way you could hit a million eyeballs within, you know, four hours. Whereas now you can get millions of views and clicks and everything just by posting a six second video. Like it's, it's insane. And so I think those that aren't utilizing social media and, you know, the internet, quite frankly, are going to get left behind. And the, the big thing is, you know, a lot of business owners are, you know, 40 years and up and they're just in the age of, I'm too old. I don't want to like put too much time and effort into thinking about this. I don't want to learn this new thing. And so, you know, that's where I come in. I'm like, hey, this is really cool. I know you don't necessarily want to learn about it, but I can give you a lot of business from it. So, you know, just let me take the reins on this and show you what can be done. And then once I show them the reach and the amount of, you know, business they could bring in, they're like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I didn't really understand the impact that, you know, this page could have. Um, Yeah. I like what you said to one of our clients. Well, I don't know if you said it to him, but you said it about him that, you know, he's an older guy and just isn't, he wasn't even on social media. I remember when Amber and I first met with him, he wasn't on social media and he's just like, I'm not even on it. And, and he, to this day, doesn't truly understand how it works. Maybe more so now, but 
I'm talking about John with sauce and loaded wings. He wouldn't be embarrassed. Mm. He would say it. But you said, I make him look like he gets it. That's why younger people are watching his videos. And even though he's not younger, and normally they might follow younger people, he's super cool older guy because he gets it. Like he looks yeah. like he gets it, even though he might not actually get it. He's like, just tell me what to do, you know? And then he does it. And then next thing you know, millions of views or thousands of views. I mean, we'll take thousands. We'll take, you know, but yeah. when it hits the millions, it's just like, yes. Yeah. I was looking back. It's crazy how many videos on TikTok that they have that have hit the millions. Like it's it's over. I think it's over maybe over like 10 videos that each hit over million. It's it's crazy. But yeah, that's that's the cool thing, too, is when a younger demographic platform sees that an older person is trying and not only trying, but they understand it. That's when they kind of give them respect and like, OK, like they get our sense of humor let me follow this brand or let me, you know, go into their store. And cause I know I've, I've been told stories about, Oh, I saw you guys on TikTok. That's why I had to go try out your wing. So, yeah, I think, I think it's really cool to see the power of social media, especially in businesses. Yeah. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to take an attempt at explaining your process of how you help our clients. And so you definitely need to jump in and, and, and throw anything in there that I've missed. Okay. But you're researching, first of all, you yeah. eat, sleep, and breathe trends, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're just obsessed over trends. You just nerd out over trends. Yeah. And it, we we just rely on you for that. None of us nerd out over trends the way that you do. But you're the master of trends. Okay, I'm done. But <laughs> <laughs> you do the research because you're trying to find trends that apply to that particular industry that that business is in, right? Or that you can at least translate it into that industry or that customer who's watching the follower, right? That it kind of makes sense. Sometimes maybe it doesn't have to completely make sense. It's just drawing attention to that that business's account and it's just showing the personality maybe, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of the thing with, and we can go into more depth about trends and which platforms are best for which but as far as you know trends let's say on instagram trends is basically you try to find a viral sound or a song or something that is very popular right now and you try best to relate it to your business and that's how you get eyes and views onto your page and you know, without going too far in depth with it, I, I think TikTok is for getting a lot of, I guess, a lot of trends and a different, different demographic, and then you can convert them to other platforms for other needs. Because I do think each platform has different demographics, different needs, different styles of content, different styles of social media. But yeah, as far as trends, I'll just, you know, spend hours just scrolling. And it's funny, I was I was talking to my brother-in-law and he's like, see, so you just you scroll TikTok for hours. I was like, yes and no. I will scroll. I will scroll on. So a little alone secret or a secret that a lot of people don't know is I will I have, you know, eight, nine different accounts and I will scroll maybe for like. 20, 30 minutes on one account and I'll switch accounts and I'll scroll for like 20 minutes on another one and I'll switch another, switch another, switch another. 
and I'll keep scrolling and see what's the main song or sound or what's, oh, wow. you know, and because the, all the different pages aren't the same niche in any way. It's a fitness yeah. one, restaurant, clothing, a cat page. They're all different styles. But if I see the same sound trending on every single page, okay, you have a winner. And then further into that, you have to go into the sound and if it's oversaturated already or if it has a certain amount of plays and a certain amount of hours and there's there's a whole numbers thing to it. But yeah, so it's it's a lot of scrolling on TikTok <laughs> and it's just just searching, searching for that one sound. But then we, it's, it's we very satisfying hit it. Yeah, we see, those, we see those time entries on your payroll and it's, yeah. it's, it's like, I don't know what he writes it as, but it's, it, they're all in there and they're in there every week. It's like trend watching or trend watch. research. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because he makes our clients money when he spends time researching the trends. I'm here for it. Yeah, Great. Absolutely. Keep it up, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, if I could get it done in 10 minutes, I would. Cause, I'm sure. Because like, you know, as fun as it, as it is scrolling TikTok, it's very different doing it for a job because say you're scrolling for 30 minutes and you just don't find anything. It's just everything's a one-off or nothing's either everything's saturated already or it's old. You're like, man, I just got to keep going. Like this is, I just got to go till I find something. And, you know, sometimes it, it takes a long time, but you know, it's what we do to, yep to make money for the businesses. <laughs> Nothing comes easy. Nothing good yeah. comes easy. And I'm just curious, and I'm sure anyone listening is also curious, when you are working for a client and trying to find these trends, there's an objective behind it. So what what is your goal for them on the short term and what is your goal for them long term? Yeah, I think... It depends on the brand. Obviously, every brand is different. Their voice and their image is different. So it depends on what they're looking for. Some brands like John's brand, very open to all the trends, everything. And, the, you know, they're awesome. I love them. They're the best. Some brands want to be professional looking. And so those ones are a little bit harder to you know, get their brand out because you maybe can't use necessarily all the trending sounds because they need to look professional, which is totally fine. It's, that's a great look to have as long as it's consistent and, you know, professional looking every time. And so I think it all it just depends on what the client wants. And so long-term and short-term, long-term is consistency. That's a big thing, no matter what the look is, whether it's professional, trending, whatever the, the business is, it has to be consistent in the amount of, you know, posts per week or consistent in the look visually. Um, you know, even, this, you know, sometimes the same people or the same running joke gets a lot of people back because that's maybe that's why they followed in the first place is, you know, like I'll refer back to Sauce and Loaded people get so triggered that I say, you can't eat 30 wings in 20 minutes. <laughs> and people just hop on the comment section and just set it, set it ablaze. 
And so every once in a while, I got to throw that back in there. And they're like, oh, no. And so I think short term is giving a voice to that business in one video. And so every time I go into making a video, it is, I'm thinking, if I was to scroll this for the first time, would I stop and look at their profile or at least, you know, stop and watch the video more than once or figure out who they are? And then long term is consistency. And so if I were to see them one time and then I see them a week later, be like, oh, I know who these guys are. And so I think I think that's a good short and long term for for any business in social media is just consistency and setting the right voice for what you want to portray in social media. That's deep. That's that's probably a lot deeper than people think someone's approach would be to social media, especially when you're sitting there scrolling and you're just giggling at everything. You know, yeah. you have no idea well, like what the what the thought process is that went through that and what the objective yeah. behind it. Yeah. And that's that's the crazy thing too is, you know, a lot of comedic TikTokers or, you know, I have a cat's I have a cat and he has a TikTok account. People think, you know, he just put him in front of the the camera. He just does silly things, but there's so much planning and like cuts in the timing of things and like the way he looks and there's like a funny anecdote last night I was literally watching a movie and he was sitting on my lap but he sits like I do like he just sits like a bro just like <laughs> this on his belly and I I had my girlfriend I was like oh can you take a quick video but when I saw it I was like I was like oh this is good but I was like could you actually take it from this side just because like I already know the angles that people want to see they don't want to see yeah me mainly they want to see his 20 pound belly sticking out <laughs> and so like it's it's a lot of it i have a lot of respect for the very famous you know tiktokers and social media influencers that that you know are the ones making the trend real quick we cannot forget this what is the cat account so that people can follow <laughs> his name is code of the kit i on Instagram, I think it's just Coda the Kitten. On TikTok, it might be Coda underscore the Kitten. If you just type in Coda, K-O-D-A, he'll he'll pop up. Awesome. All right. Wow. Yeah. But let's let's give a little context because we all know the story and it's amazing. How did Coda get his own TikTok? Oh, it it started basically off of spite. My friends are saying that. Basically, because I was in the social media game, they're like, oh, I bet you won't get your cat famous. I was like, I bet I will. And so I just, you know, did it out of spite, like I do most things. Like I ran a marathon out of spite. Uh, <laughs> and and eventually it just snowballed into, I was like, oh, he can actually get stuff for free. And then it turned into, oh, he can actually pay for his own food and everything. And this month, this month has been wild in december they're just throwing money at him left and right it is absurd it's crazy how much how many like promotions and gifts and things he's been given this month we get packages every day (laughs) amber amber i just want to side note take note that jeremiah does things out of spite so if we ever want to get him to do something now we know the strategy (laughs) 
<laughs> I was actually thinking, wow, his girlfriend he's very is successful when he's motivated by that. That's- yeah. And I was thinking, yeah. his girlfriend oh. must have this figured out. She must be like, you're the worst at doing the floors. And he's like, yeah, you want to see. <laughs> all right, babe, challenge accepted. Love it. Yeah. It's, I bet you can't do all the laundry in one day. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is I I will I I 100% agree is that that's almost my best way of getting things done the best way I know how is you know not necessarily every time but you know out of spite it's kind of like okay I'm going to prove you wrong type of thing just because I always grew up in an athletic whatever sport year round until the age of 21 I was in sports and so I always had that just competitive edge in me. And so I've just brought it over to the workplace. And even if it's not even real, I'll just make up a fake scenario in my head. Like, oh, people in the comments or people are like, oh, you won't get him to, you know, 30,000 in a year. I had it written down. My goal to get it was to get him to, I think, 20,000 by the end of the year. And I think he's about to hit 60,000, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy what some some made up spite will do <laughs> and some really like your knowledge and excitement and interest in creating really cool content i think my favorite thing about the impact of what you do for our clients as the video and trend strategist is you humanize them you can take whether it's something as you know, like a fast food place or something that's a more formal, reserved, conservative business. But you just sort of have this way, whatever video you're creating, of sort of taking down some of those walls that exist when we see companies online. And that's my absolute favorite thing that you do is you just you 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 create videos and you create social media and you utilize trends so that when that when that particular consumer customer is looking at their account, they go, I just want to hang out with them. Maybe they're even thinking, I just want to have a beer with them, you know, and that creates that connection between a business and a consumer. It creates that relationship and that connection. I love, love, love that part of it. So that's, that's what I do think. Sorry, I was going to yeah, say, please. That, that's what I do think TikTok, TikTok is for, you know, back in the day, I think that's what Instagram was for. And it's slowly transitioned to TikTok and each platform, like I said before, each platform has their place, time and place for a thing. And I think Instagram is a little more professional, you know, quote unquote, unprofessional than TikTok. But TikTok, you know, a lot of brands try to make it seem like they're picture perfect. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's people. People are running the brands just like you and me. They're normal people. And so that's why I think a lot of people are drawn to companies that are open and have a sense of humor on these platforms. Like, okay, it's not just a robot behind this company. It's a human voice with a sense of humor. And they actually understand where we're coming from. And they, they read our comments and they react to the comments and they understand our struggles. And, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing that I think businesses can learn from is that you don't have to be perfect you just have to especially on tiktok you have to understand where people are coming from Mm -hmm. i agree 
So there's going to be a lot of people listening right now, business owners, leaders in companies who are saying to themselves, okay, we keep hearing about TikTok. We keep hearing we have to use more video, mm -hmm. but we have like, we're just, we're, we're lost out there. We have no idea. So what's your best advice to business owners about using a, a video centric platform like TikTok or using, creating videos for Instagram? What's the absolute most important thing that they should know? Okay, so there's this quote. It's a little confusing, but I can break it down. So there's this quote. It is quality beats quantity, but quality quantity beats quality. But in order to get quality, you need quantity. Does that make sense? Yeah, we're going to need you to break that down just to touch that down. Un it is <laughs> unwind. It is unwind. Especially a couple sips of wine and we're like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, the first part, quality beats quantity, you know, um, but quality, quantity beats quality. If you have a very good, like I said, a consistent voice, more constant than your competitor, maybe they post once a month, you post once a day, people are going to be more drawn to you and they're going to see you a lot more. So we can summarize that by saying, show up. Show yeah. up, show up mm -hmm. and show up consistently. And then the last part is the only way to get quality is by to get is the only way to get quality is to get quantity. Basically just means, you know, try, fall down nine times, get up 10. You yeah. need to try. You need to keep reinventing the wheel. I wasn't, no one's perfect at social media. I'm still not perfect at social media. You have videos and photos no 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 person in social media has viral videos every single video mm -hmm. and that's when you learn to reinvent and okay maybe this style didn't work maybe this length the video didn't work for this song maybe i need to cut this here maybe i need to make this a little bit brighter maybe the words are a little bit off maybe i mean make them here there's so many things that you can adjust in social media and in videos and in everything mm -hmm. and that just comes through practice so don't be afraid to just put something out there and see how people react to it because you never know you may hit gold one of those times you're like okay that's what i'm gonna run with and the sooner you find that out the sooner you can help your business out yeah that's one of my favorite parts of when we sit down with our clients every month and we look at the past month's analytics and we see they're telling us, they're telling us we, that audience and that social media platform, they're telling us what they do want to see. They're telling us what they're not really that excited about. And when you can use that data then to then build additional content in the future, like what's your upcoming strategy for the next month? Like, it's like give the people what they want. And then that, that's like that learning and adapting, learning and adapting. And that's why you really see Chris and I get asked all the time. Number one question we get asked, how long is it going to take me for me to see results? It's the number one question we get asked about, about monthly marketing services for full service social media. And the reality is, is you, you know, you could say, well, we can show you a case study. We can show you sauce and loaded at three months. We can show you them at six and nine months and then a year. And where did things like you see, even with once they pass 10,000, on both platforms, like their, their algorithm just changes. It weights them heavier. And so it's, it is a long game, but there are absolutely 
immediate results that you can gain from the process. But mm-hmm. and that. the effect is is wild. Like like you said, once they hit ten thousand, the impressions get such a higher. You you get so many more impressions per post now, just because you have more weight and more loyal followers because you do the consistent posting. Whereas, you know, maybe day one you had a couple likes but you just keep doing it and you build a low loyal fan base and you, you know, give your business a voice, you do it long enough and you have a following. Um, there, there's another saying, I, I like, I like sayings. I like a lot of quotes. Uh, there's another saying is average strategy for a decade beats a perfect strategy for a day. So if you, if you act on doing something consistently for a long enough period, you will be successful. Yeah. I love your quotes. I think your quotes are so great. In fact, you need to send those to Ashley so we can put those on our feed as well, because I think they're very inspiring. And that leads into our last question for you, Jeremiah. We really, really want to know this. And it's what inspires you? You are always positive. You seem like you're always in a good mood, but maybe we just need to talk to your girlfriend and we can see the real side of Jeremiah. <laughs> but you're always in a good mood. You're always positive. You know, you're very lighthearted and you're always ready for work. You know, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do this. What are we doing? And you prepare, you know, so you, like you said, from the very beginning, you started out just kind of trying something out because you, you were enjoying it and you mm-hmm. felt kind of challenged about it. And so, um, now you've turned it into a business and now you do it for businesses Mm -hmm. and we've had a great experience working with you you we've literally never had an issue where we were like oh you know (laughs) (laughs) it's always a positive experience so i'm super curious and i know amber is as well like what inspires you or who inspires you i would say it's a few different things so i would say it's a very it, it it's a very th- this this first answer is very meta it's me when i'm really old is it i i always tend to think in the morning you know when i'm 80 or when i'm 90 and i can't do this anymore am i going to look back and be proud of what i did and every day i i try to live as if you know i'm doing what i want to do because I want to do it, not because I have to. And that's why, you know, I've every job I've had has been because I've wanted to do it, not because I've had to do it. I don't think I'll ever get a normal desk job because I don't find that interesting. And I don't think it's fulfilling, not to say it's not for some people, but this for me, it's not. You know, I've worked at a trampoline park. I've worked, you know, I done social media. I do, I do things that I find interesting. And so at the end of the day, I'm trying to, you know, make my 80 year old self proud. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, he can look back and be like, okay, I did it my way. And I did what I wanted to do. I think that's one person, but then also it's also what inspires me is I I have a lifelong, I've always had this lifelong, not necessarily, not, not necessarily like a goal, but I think life is about acquiring skills and 
the more skills you have, the better are you equipped for whatever life is thrown at you. And so I like to take on what I think is interesting. And so that's why I like doing social media for so many different types of companies, because it's not just one very specific niche where I'm like, okay, the restaurant industry, I'm a hammer this and I'm just going to do restaurant stuff. Like I love doing anything and everything in the social media space because it pushes me to be more well-rounded. And so when we get new clients, they're like, oh, do, do, the, do your people have experience in this? Yes, we do. And I think, I think those are the two main things of what inspires me most is to just acquire the most skills I can in life that to learn and then to eventually pass on whether it's to my kids or to other people, you know, whoever it may be. And then also just, you know, to inspire myself, my 80 year old self. Awesome. And then this is a flyer question. How do you find balance in working with seven other women and no men? (laughs) (laughs) You have no like bro to like lean on, you know, if there's like feeling a little weird or. Yeah, if you asked, if you asked Sean or Josh, like if they could do what you do, mine and Kristen's other half, they'd be like, that's a hard no, not even for a day is what they would say. (laughs) You know, I think it's honestly, you know, everyone at work, at whatever they're doing in, in work is always, you know, grass is always greener on the other side. And so people could say that, say there's a woman in the all male in industry and I've been in you know workplaces where it's all men and everyone tries to out macho each other and you know put up a facade that like y'all they're all big and tough and whatever but I honestly think women are really good at communicating and you know I still have guy friends and so I can always oh that's good you know, throw <laughs> out with hang out with them yeah <laughs> yeah I don't I don't mind it at all I think just because I'm also secure in myself where, you know, I don't really find it an issue, whether it's a girl or a guy, if they're good at what they do, I respect that. And I'm, I want to collaborate with them and it's cool that it's all women and you you guys are ninjas at what you do. So (laughs) thanks buddy. I have another unwind confession. Maybe that's what we should change the name to, but I'll never forget. We were using one of the websites where we'd posted the job and it would schedule the interviews for you. And this was something that it was like, a, it was like a runaway train. Like Kristen and I was realized like things like we're getting scheduled on our calendar interviews and, and you were the one of the ones who'd responded to the job post and had, then it had auto scheduled an interview Well, we had found somebody. And, but we got on the interview, we got on the phone with you and I'll never forget Cause we were like, okay, well, let's just get on the phone. Cause we, we're not going to cancel right before we didn't even realize what, about what is this. this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so we, we get on the phone and we're basically just going to kind of go through it. And then to just like, do like do the walk through it, but then later tell you like, yeah. oh yeah, we found somebody, but like, we'd yeah. already found somebody going into the call. And Chris and I were together in the office and we got on the phone with you. And it was like four minutes into you talking and one of us muted the phone and said, we're hiring two people. Like we're, <laughs> like, we're like, we don't know, we don't have the budget for this, but this is not in the plan. 
but we're doing it because just out the gate, just the way that you communicate, how good you are at what you do, and just that focus that you have of like your the the purpose driven life that you have, it was just like whatever we'll figure it out. Like this is just the kind of person, the culture, and the kind of people we want around our clients, and then plus your skill set. But but yeah, that's that's funny. We we were gonna we were like we're gonna break up with you. We're not actually gonna hire you. And then we're like whatever it takes, get this guy on the team. <laughs> yeah, and and. Anybody can ask any of our clients that you work with, like they all love you. So, and that's what I love about our whole team is I think, I think when people do talk about us to maybe a prospect, maybe someone who's considering working with us or hiring us, it, the first thing that our clients will say as reference is the team. They'll say something about how awesome the team is. And that's huge. Oh my gosh. Cause people work with people, you know, they're not, mm -hmm. it's about us. It's about all of us and what we bring to the table. And I think the thing, one of the things that makes us so different is literally every single one of us cares. We all care. And mm -hmm. internally, if one person isn't really maybe acting accountable towards a client, because maybe they're distracted by something else, the other person is going to call them out on it and be like, no, this is, yeah. this is what we got to deliver because this is the results that we're, oh yes, you're right. You know? So yeah. I just Genuine love it. I love the that's, that's what I realize. It's not just like a care, like, oh, like we got to keep client. It's like a genuine care for the client. Like how are they checking in on them, making sure they have everything. And that's, that's a really cool culture to be around is, you know, you, people actually, get around the business as a whole and genuinely care how they are doing. Yep. Well, I love this. And I think we could talk for hours, which we can because <laughs> we work together. But as far as the podcast goes, thank you so much for joining us today. And cheers. I know, yeah. Jeremiah, you get to get the, some food in your stomach. So yep. you're going to have I, your I, wine later. <laughs> but Amber and I have already gotten started. So... So cheers and thank you for, for joining us on Wine Wednesday and make sure that you share this with all of your friends and your bros and all the ones who didn't believe in you. You're like, look, I made it big. I was on a podcast. <laughs> I love Listen, it. <laughs> thanks, Jeremiah. Yeah, thanks so much.